This is a Herbs Friday here on the Muster. Uh, classic Kiwi music there. As we go and catch up with Nick Bewley now, News Talk ZB sports journalist out of Christchurch. Good afternoon, mate. How's things? G'day, Andy. Yeah, very well. Although uh, lack of rugby this weekend's uh, slightly unfortunate, but we go on. We can only control the controllables, so it's life. Yeah, now... Obviously, there's a 10-week window they've made for Super Rugby to occur over here, Super Rugby Pacific, before we start with Aussie. Um, there's got to be a lot of um, catch-up games when they do get going, though, isn't there? 100%, yeah. And, I mean, this, the only one that's actually going on this weekend, the Chiefs against Moana Pacific, is actually a catch-up game, which was initially postponed uh, when there was COVID cases in the Moana camp. So, uh, yeah, there's going to have to be, you know, something's going to have to give and it's probably going to be midweek games. Uh, you know, I heard whispers that there was going to be postponements earlier in the week, and uh, one source even sort of mentioned that they might have to revert to cancellations, as they did with Super Rugby Opiki and competition points being shared. But New Zealand Rugby are adamant they can fit these games in. They've basically got up to Anzac weekend, and I think they do have a week before even leading into East, where a couple of teams were looking to manage the buy. So the likes of the Crusaders-Blues game, for example, that was supposed to happen up my way uh, tomorrow is now looking likely for that Easter weekend. So, um, yeah, it, it, it all, all comes down to dollars at the end of the day. You know, I think every time a game doesn't take place, it's a huge hit for these New Zealand franchises. They've obviously got broadcast obligations through Sky, and that's where all that sort of TV money, you know, really um, fills up the coffers. So they'll be doing everything in their power um, to, to have these games held but uh, the way the omicron outbreak is going at the moment it's you know not one not one city or, or town in new zealand's the same you know auckland seems to have sort of gone over the peak feel like in christchurch we're just starting to enter it and then in the rural regions it feels like it's just sort of racing for more so uh it's a beast that isn't going away anytime soon these rugby teams must be hemorrhaging money hand over foot though at the moment uh, indeed, yep, and and there's a, a real financial cost, and that's really accumulated over the last two or three years. Um, you know, it's, it goes right back to, um, I guess, you know, season season membership. You know, what's the point in having a season membership when you can't get to a game, you can't get in the ground, um, you're not filling up. Uh, you know, sponsors don't really want to be too involved because they can't have some of the sort of perks with... with uh, that come with when you have full crowds and, and, and eyes on, on the game and things like that. So it is a real tough time, and, and I do feel for the, the Super Rugby in particular because I feel like even though they did manage to sort of truncate a season in, uh, in between outbreaks in 2021, they really have been hit hard this year uh, and in 2020 when the pandemic first hit. But just watching it on TV, it's, I don't know, rugby a couple of years ago, you used to watch a band because it's on. But rugby with the laws and the different interpretations, you know, it's his own worst enemy in a lot of ways, Nick. And you watch a game on TV in the past, oh, I need to see that. But, you know, I'll watch the Landers if they're on, but not necessarily, like, compulsory viewing as it used to be because just the thing is of rugby, you're struggling with the laws as it is. Whereas a product like Rugby League, you can still understand the basics of the game. So there's, you know, it's not it's a comparison that I use quite a bit. Yeah, no, I completely agree. You know, um, last night, for example, even though I've got an early start here on my uh, my work, uh, I ended up staying up and watching the Storm Rabbitohs Golden Point through to, you know, just past midnight. It's just enthralling. There's something about the simplicity of rugby league that I feel like I could sit down with someone from overseas and just sort of say they get five opportunities with the ball and then they try and score a try. 
with with Union, I'd be here the best part of a weekend trying to explain just the scrum. Yeah. So it is one of those ones where I feel like they have shot themselves in the foot, but what do they do? It's, yeah, I mean, there's some commentators that say just rip it up and, and start again, but I feel like now they're almost more overcomplicating it, getting in these wee sort of gimmicky things like the 50-22, trying to almost replicate rugby league and goal line dropouts. But uh, you're right, it's not box office viewing as it was, but in saying that, um, when it when it's right and when the star players are there, and I will use the example of the Crusaders Chiefs, which I called uh, for Gold AM last week, uh, that was an absolutely thrilling finish. You know, Chiefs down by 11 points with five minutes to go and win it at the death. Uh, rugby still has the ability. It's just uh, delivering with and those big names. And again, it, com- it c- comes back to those having those big names available because that the you know, Super Rugby for the last few years has been watered down when it comes to rest and rotation policies for the All Blacks and things like that. And the people that really do suffer is, is, the, is the fans. So I think there is a fair bit to, to look at from rugby's perspective because it's so, I think it's just sort of going to continue to dwindle and decline if they don't have a real hard look at themselves. I was just talking about it before with Jamie, and the one thing that is good watching at the moment is the White Ferns. They're not getting the results, but as far as spectacle goes, it's not too bad. Yeah, I think the, the Women's Cricket World Cup has really captured the attention uh, of, of the sports nation. And, um, yeah, just unfortunately for the White Ferns and White Ferns fans out there, they just haven't really been able to, to ice these games in critical moments. They're now two wins from five. And really, if they, well, obviously, if they lose against England this weekend, uh, it's curtains for their tournaments, even with one game to go against Pakistan, uh, my way in Christchurch at Hagley Oval. So, it has been a fascinating tournament. I've really enjoyed watching some real close contests, like the one last night against South Africa. Uh, it was definitely sort of edgier seat stuff. You had no no idea with an over to go which way it was going to go after seven hours of cricket and what more can you want. So hopefully that continues, and particularly from a New Zealand interest standpoint, uh, I hope that at least uh, the White Ferns can, can get through England and take it down to that last pool match and maybe, just maybe, sneak into the semi-finals. Basically, it's just to see who gets to play Australia to see if they can test them on the day because the Australian team, just to wrap up, Nick, seems to be another level above everybody else. Oh, they are phenomenal. They are so good to watch between the likes of uh, Alyssa Perry, uh, Meg Lanning, uh, Alyssa Healy uh, and and McGrath. Uh, I, I actually haven't checked. I'm assuming it's a relation to the great basketball of Glenn, but um, across the board, batting, bowling, even in the field, like they are just uh, a step above. So I think at last inspection, the TAB had them at about a dollar thirty to win the whole thing. That was mid-tournament. I yeah. think that's probably being kind. So they are a step above, and I feel like at the moment, the position that the White Ferns have put themselves in with those losses to South Africa and the West Indies, fourth is about as best as it's going to be, which would mean a semi-final against Australia, which, based on form at the moment, and you look at that pool game back at Wellington, Almost feels like a foregone conclusion. We can only live in hope. Hey, Nick Bewley at Christchurch, thanks for your time this afternoon on the muster, mate. Oh, well, Andy, thanks, mate. Nick Bewley there, sports journal out of News Talk ZB in Christchurch.